Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little bit more food for thought. And this week's mindset, just a little bit something, a little bit something to think about as we're training and working this week. As per usual, I am joined by my furry co-host Slade uh, on his diligent co-host duties that he's always very excited to do. Um, but before we get into the business at hand, just a couple of things I wanted to talk about very briefly. First and foremost, uh, Thanksgiving just passed. So I just wanted to take a moment to wish all you guys a happy Thanksgiving and let you know that I'm very thankful to have you guys listening. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you guys had a great and happy Thanksgiving. And we had a couple of great events in the school happen recently. Um, none bigger, of course, uh, than the birth of little baby Ray. Uh, my main uh, my main assistant, Dominic, his son. Uh, welcome to the world. Congratulations to Dom and fiance Leah on the birth of their little boy, baby Ray. Seven pounds, 14 ounces, born on Sunday. Uh, Sunday, I believe that was the 27th. Yes, it was the 27th. An early bird, he was there at about 1.15 in the morning. So again, congratulations to Dom and Leah. So as we get into today's topic, uh, there's been a, a whole bunch of like super motivational um, videos that have been floating around the internet. Um, one in particular was of a, uh, of a coach, football coach, I believe he was, and he was talking to his athletes uh, about the importance of pushing themselves today and not giving up on themselves today. Um, and, uh, he, he's talking about how it's so important for those athletes to not give up on themselves, even if it's not just for themselves for today. But someday they're going to have children and they're going to encourage those children to not give up. So how can you ever tell your kids to not give up if you, when you've been a person who quit? So definitely a, a strong point there. And there's another uh, more an audio clip. It's funny, it's been floating around social media. I've seen it connected to a whole bunch of different videos. And um, it's the language isn't exactly the language that I would repeat on here, but it's a gentleman talking about uh, the type of people he is in the business of producing. He is in the business of producing a certain type of people. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, he refers to them as, you know, not people who give up on anything because someday the world is going to need, sometimes the world needs those type of people. Hopefully, you know this clip I'm talking about. I prefer not to curse on here at any rate. So uh, I digress. Both of those 
brought me to to the same point to a question that I've been asking the kids in my school this week. And it's a pretty simple question. And in my opinion, it's kind of black and white, but I don't know if my opinion will be shared by everybody. All I can ever offer you is my opinion. So I'm going to do just that. So first things first, the question, can you consider yourself tough if you're a person who quits? If you quit, can you consider yourself tough? Can you call yourself tough? I don't think you can. That's my opinion. My opinion is someone who quits can't consider themselves tough. Now, it's funny with the uh, with kids, as I'm explaining this to them, sometimes I can see the little gears rolling in their head. And I know that, ooh, they're looking at this as kind of, I don't want to say a way out, but maybe a little workaround for some of those things they don't exactly love to do. Or more importantly, they see it as a workaround for things they do love to do. Oh, mom, dad, sensei said, I can't call myself tough if I quit. So I can't quit playing this video game until I beat this level. Even if I got to stay up all night long, I have to beat this level because I can't quit. Because if I quit, if I quit, I'm not tough. So I made sure to differentiate the difference between quitting and picking picking our journey back up tomorrow. Because there is a distinct difference, right? Think about it. I, I use the the project of cleaning out the garage uh, as an example often because it's one that uh, I've had to do more than once in my life. And um, it, I think it's a great visual that we can all use. If it comes to clean, when it comes to cleaning out the garage, right? There's a big difference between walking away frustrated and saying, "Forget this. It's too big of a project. I'm done with it." And saying, okay, I've accomplished as much as I can accomplish today, tomorrow, next weekend, whatever. I'm picking it right back up where I left off. Those are two distinctly different things, uh, you know, and, and it's important to understand the differentiation there. I'm not calling you weak if you walk away with, because, okay, I've been working on this project for 12 hours. It's time for me to go eat some dinner or something. I'll pick it back up tomorrow. That's not quitting. That's time management. That's something else entirely. So I digress, getting back to the point at hand. When I ask that question, can you consider yourself tough if you quit? I think it all boils down to a simple answer. When do people quit? People don't quit when things are going really, really well, when they're feeling super tough and strong, when they're feeling great at what they're doing. No one quits then. It's very rare, right? Instead, people quit when things aren't going their way. People quit when things are feeling tough, when they're feeling overwhelmed or outmatched or whatever. That's when people quit. So because of that, we have to recognize that quitting nine times out of 10 comes from a place of weakness. So really, what are they doing? Right? We talked last week about negotiating with yourself. They're giving in to that weaker voice in their mind that weaker voice in their mind that is encouraging them to do less, that's encouraging them to walk away, they're saying yes, they're giving in. Therein lies the problem. It's not a mindset that we should embrace. Instead, we should always do the opposite. I mean, think about it. Let's let's look at when most people quit right now. Again, drawing a couple more differentiations. We look at a person like Khabib Nurmagomedov, former UFC lightweight champion. He's one of few people ever who has retired on top. 
meaning he was the champion. He was undefeated. He went out winning his last fight. And he had made a promise to his mother and his father that he would never pursue mixed martial arts further without his father in his corner. And his father passed away. So he had the last fight that he had agreed to fight. And then from there, he retired. I look at that as a little bit different than quitting. (laughs) It's not as though he took his ball and went home. He said, okay, I've completed my journey. I've done what I wanted to do. That's not quitting this. To me, that's success. (laughs) That's, you know, if if you're a person who runs a business, I'm not saying you got to run it till you die, right? You can retire whatever age you retire. If you're retiring with a whole bunch of money in the bank and a real comfortable retirement right there, you're not quitting. You succeeded. You've seen the journey to its end. That's a much different, a much different thing. So at any rate, moving forward from here, I want to talk about that moment when a person considers quitting a little bit more. And I'll I'll get to that more in a moment. But again, I want to just really, I really want to understand the importance of this choice, right? And the fact that quitting is a choice, right? I mean, think about it. There are very few things in life where you have to end it or you have to quit, and it's not your choice. Very few, very, very few, right? I mean, if you're doing something and there's a, you get a horrendous injury or something like that, and okay, you can't do that again, okay, Th- that kind of is what it is. But that's a very, very, very extreme example, right? It's not as though many people don't injure them, some, themselves doing stuff and then come back and do that same stuff again, still at a high level and still, you know, really, really well, right? We, we've seen it kind of time after time after time. It, it, in fact, that's some of the greatest story in sport is when you see an athlete who was injured, who was down, who was out, who had some kind of major surgery or rehab or whatever, and then they came back afterwards. So, like I said, the the idea of quitting, we have to we have to get okay with the fact that quitting is a choice. That quitting and choosing to walk away is a choice. And when we understand that part of it, then the rest becomes easy. Then it's easier to understand where that choice comes comes from, what's happening in that moment, and why it's so important that we don't make that choice. But before I get into that, let's talk about productivity and creativity. If you're like me, you're always trying to do more, more efficiently and to do it at a higher quality. So let me introduce something to, to something that helps me. Magic Mind. I take it because it's so easy to incorporate into my morning routine. It's a simple one-ounce shot taken right along, alongside my morning coffee, and it helps me big time with my creativity. I always notice when I take it that when I'm explaining things in class, I have analogies and metaphors that come to me in a much much easier way. Now, each shot contains a combination of 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate your focus, your creativity, your energy, and motivation while decreasing your stress and oxidation. It'll also help you with that post-workout soreness. So seeing how well it helps me, I encourage you to try it out for yourself so you can see how much it, it ups your game. So for your daily dose of matcha, nootropics, and adaptogens, I want you to go to magicmind.co slash sensei. You're going to use promo code sensei for an additional 20% off of a single purchase. Or if you subscribe, you're going to get 40% off of your first subscription. So once again, remember it's a new promo code, magicmind.co slash sensei, and use promo code sensei. 
for an additional 20% off or subscribe and get 40% off an iFire subscription. Magic Mind, do more, stress less. So as we move back into our conversation about quitting and understanding that it's a choice and understanding when that choice occurs, now it's much easier for us to kind of wrap our head around when that choice occurs, right? Because again, that choice doesn't come in our strongest moments. I gave the kids an analogy yesterday in my class talking about this. If your team is in first place in soccer, if you're winning every single game, if you're feeling really good on the soccer field and you feel like you're as good as the other kids and you feel like you're having a great time playing it, that's never when a kid says, mom, dad, I don't like soccer anymore. Never happens. Instead, what happens is the opposite. The kid feels like one of a couple of things. Their skill level either isn't commensurate with the other kids they're playing with. They feel like they're at a lower level than the other kids, like they're one of the worst ones in the team. They feel like they're not being challenged or so on and so forth. That's a little more rare, to be honest. Um, or the team's not doing well. They feel like they're losing every game. They feel like they're losing every little interaction in soccer. And it's attached to negative feelings. So because of that, at that moment, it makes so much sense to them to want to walk away. Right? It's in those moments of weakness where everything's going wrong that it makes sense to a kid to say, okay, listen, it's not working. Time to walk. And it's okay for us as adults to understand that that's a normal thing, right? Sometimes as adults, we lose sight of the fact that that's how our minds work. We lose sight of the fact that we do the same thing, right? It's funny. I talk to parents all the time about this kind of thing. And they're like amazed that their kid wants to quit something. Like, have you never wanted to quit anything in your entire life? And it's funny how much parents won't associate them quitting with things with quitting, right? They won't look at the fact that they signed themselves up to go to the gym for the last like five Januaries in a row. They signed themselves up for three months, six months, a year. They went three times and they never went again. But they, for some reason, don't associate that with quitting. They don't, they don't make it quitting in their mind. But really, what is it? If you signed up to do something for three months and then you stop going after three after three visits, unless it was once a month, you quit. But why? Why does a person quit? An adult quits for the same reason the kid quits. The exact same reason. Because things aren't going well. No one quits when they feel like things are going well. I mean, think about it. Is anybody ever running a multi-million dollar business that they're super financially successful at, that they really enjoy running, that they ever say, you know what, this isn't for me? Never, never. It doesn't happen, right? Instead, what happens is things aren't going well. And in those moments of weakness, in those moments of desperation, that's where the negative thoughts creep in. That's where the idea of quitting becomes such a big deal, right? That is where making the stronger choice is so important because we're not always defined by the choices that were made, that we make in from a place of strength. As a matter of fact, usually those choices are pretty easy to make. It's what we do when things are difficult 
That's what matters. That's what defines us as a person, right? We're not inspired by a person who is super successful and continues to be super successful. It's not like that like continuation. We're like, wow, that was so amazing. It's the journey there. It's how did they get there? We have so much respect for a story when a person overcomes more adversity or they had a moment of toughness or weakness and they overcame it, right? There's been more than one fighter on the UFC's roster who had a major injury or even cancer and they fought back from cancer and they're back to fighting and it's incredible and it's so inspiring and we all are we we all as human beings feel it so much like it means it's so impressive to us it's the same thing when you see a person who runs a business that has failed and failed and failed and failed and then that business is built up and it's booming that we're so impressed by right someone buys a really successful franchise is trained by the franchisee and runs it the same as all the rest of the franchises it's not quite as impressive we're impressed by that person who went from the place of weakness and got to the place of strength, right? Let's go back to a sporting example to make it a little easier to wrap our head around. It's not like the best soccer players on that kid's soccer team got that way because they came out of the womb playing soccer amazing. Doesn't happen. Maybe were they born a little more coordinated than other kids? Sure. But to blame it solely on what they were given naturally would be a little disingenuous. It would be a, a little unfair to whatever hard work they've put in. Instead, they started as a beginner, just like any other beginner. And the thing is, it's they were they got to that place of strength because they were weak. Let, let's tie it to a different example. I think it'll be even easier to understand with this. <laughs> let's use a tried and true strength training method push-up. Because here's another great example of a time when a person might quit. When I, when I say quit, here's what I mean. We're doing our push-ups in class. We have a certain interval. It's 20 seconds long, let's call it. <clears throat> and in that 20 seconds, we are, we're doing as many push-ups as we possibly can. And then we're doing as many push-ups as we can in those 20 seconds. And the fatigue is starting to mount. Our shoulders, our chest, our triceps, they're starting to burn. Our arms are getting a little wobbly. We're starting to get a little bit of the noodle arms underneath us. And as we are, in that moment, we are presented with a choice. The weaker voice in your mind says to you, stop. Don't do anymore. Stop right here. No one will notice. Just do less. If we give in in that moment, we stay the same. Right? And now, however many number of push-ups you, you did in that 20 seconds, that stays the number of push-ups that you're doing in, the, in 20 seconds. However, if that feeling comes into your mind, that thought, or that, and that feeling goes back to your, your muscles, and you push out a couple of more, and you work that little bit harder at whatever it is that you're working by working that little bit harder, you're getting stronger. And you get to that strong place, you get to that place where now, Instead of doing five push-ups in those 20 seconds, now you're doing 10. Now you're doing 15. You're doing a whole bunch more. Why? Because you were weak. You had that moment of weakness. You made the tougher choice. And now, because of that weakness, now you have strength. That's the thing. Right? A person who's strong is not strong because they're there. 
They're strong because they were weak. They were presented with the same choice mentally that every other human being who goes through the journey was presented with. And then they rose above. That's what matters. What matters is not what we do when we're already strong. That matters very little. What matters is what we do when we don't yet feel that moment of strength. That's where true toughness comes, right? We think about an athlete, like, you know, we look at fighters, for example, right? Because again, we think of fighters, we think of tough. We think of guys like Julio Arce or Shane Burgos, you know, uh, just to name a couple, who go into the cage and, man, they're so tough in there. And they are. They're very, very tough. Don't get me wrong. But are they tough? Because of what they did inside that cage. I don't believe they are. I believe that's the smallest part of toughness. Instead, I believe their toughness comes from everything that they did leading into that journey. Because to be tough for 15 minutes, comparatively, is much easier than being tough for an entire training camp. Right? For the entire for the entire eight to 12 weeks that they're training for that fight, where they're training multiple times a day, where they're eating perfectly, where they're working throughout their whole day, training in the morning, doing strength and conditioning, training again at night, all while working during the day, then getting their sleep and doing it all over again the next day. The real toughness. It's much harder to be tough for eight or 12 weeks than it is to be tough for 15 minutes. That's the kind of toughness that, that where a person is really presented with the option of quitting, but they don't. That's much more where a person is presented with the option to quit. They're much more presented with that option to quit in those 12 or eight weeks, those eight to 12 weeks of toughness. That's a much tougher thing, much tougher comparatively than the 15 toughest, tough minutes in the cage. Not to say that a person can't quit in the cage, but it's much more likely they'll quit during training. At any rate, <laughs> That kind of brings me to, to a head here today. That's all I have for you guys this week. Just apply that mindset. Realize that if you find yourself being the kind of person who's quitting over and over and over again, who's giving into that weakness over and over and over again, that you can't call yourself tough yet. Remember, a strong person is strong because they were weak and they overcame it. They built past that weakness. And you can too. They were a beginner just like you. And they were weak once, just like you. But they're strong now, and you can be too. So like I said, that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. And again, it's at Gmail. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at Sensei underscore Leonelli. Uh, you can find all the places you can find me on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. That is all the information for where I am on the internet. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. We are on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. <clears throat> you can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Thank you guys for listening. I know my voice is a little uh, wary this week, but again, thank you for tuning in. As always, please make sure that you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. 
If you're on YouTube, please make sure you leave a like, a comment is, is just as, as appropriate and even and just as much helpful. Make sure you guys subscribe so you get your new episodes every Wednesday. But most importantly, guys, please make sure that you share the podcast. The more people that are hearing the message, the happier a camper I am. So until next, next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.